This is In the Know for Tuesday, June 14, the 165th day of 2022. There are 200 days left in the year. This is Flag Day. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Heat waves setting in, making some changes, or at least asking for your help on a couple of things. And then also, we will have the return of the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on In the Know, he is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Omaha. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm enjoying the peace and quiet until... uh, about 20 minutes? Uh, yeah, we expect UConn will be along sometime this morning, and of course, you know, then things uh-huh. get... Out of control. More more, more chaotic. Uh-huh. Uh, are you um, looking forward to the College World Series? Did, um, did Auburn get through last night? Did yes, Auburn beat Oklahoma, did. Oregon I State? Uh, I think I saw that this morning that they... They made a die. Lots of I mean, SEC teams that are in the College World Series. If I'm being honest, I have no rooting interest. Lots of SEC teams not named Tennessee in the College World Series. Or so that's, Kentucky. That's good. Oh, well, we didn't expect Kentucky yeah, to be there. Yeah, but still, it, you know, I'd, I'd much rather. It, uh, now, if Kentucky was playing in the College World Series, I'd be all then in. You'd be if Western it. was in it, I, I'd be all in. If Louisville was in it, I'd be all in cheering against them. But <laughs> Are you an idler? An idler. An idler. Do American you, Idler? Um, no, this is more of the I-D-L-E version than the I-D-O-L. Uh, if you want to save on fuel, you know, gasoline's mm-hmm. expensive, so now's not a good time to be wasting it. Avoid idling if you can. Just a minute of idling is enough to consume about a half a gallon of gasoline per hour. But And some of today's engines consume less gas if you turn them off and then restart instead of letting them idle for a while. So it's this, easier said than done these days, right? When it's ninety-five degrees. That's right. Plus, it's one of the pitfalls. If you're of my generation, well, you think uh, it takes more gasoline to shut it off and start it back up than it does to just let it run. So we have a tendency to let it run. I know well, my friends and I do. I know that uh, one Yukon Cornelius's oldest son, who most recently just picked up his driver's license. Uh, we were out there Saturday at the East Main Market, and we filmed one of our stand-ups, and he, he said, do you need me right now? I said, well, I mean, we can take like 10 or 15 minutes. He says, I'll be back. I said, where are you going? He says, I'm going to go sit in my car in the AC. Huh? I said, so you're just going to let it ride? And he said, yes. Well, I mean, you know, air conditioning is air conditioning. Yeah, it doesn't said, matter where oh, it comes okay. from. Uh, everybody's seeking air conditioning, especially this week. Dangerous heat levels continuing. Today, we'll see uh, an excessive heat warning for much of the area. I don't think we'll hit triple digits here between the lakes, but uh, off to our north, off in Louisville, they will probably hit uh, 100 today on on that uh, heat island. And then the low also doesn't even get below 80 degrees, at least in in the Louisville area. The further you get away from the metro, the temperature is a couple of degrees cooler, and the air quality is much better the further you get from the metro area of Louisville's. Take it easy the next few days. Drink plenty of water. Take plenty of breaks. Check on your friends and neighbors. Keep your pets inside if you can. Um, then uh, if, if you can't do that, provide shade and, and cold, fresh water. And never leave 
kids or pets uh, unattended in cars. So we'll see. Uh, officially, the high regionally listed as 100. Again, I think we'll be about 97, probably here between the lakes. We'll see warm and muggy tonight, a little of 80, and then another heat advisory for tomorrow. It will cool off Saturday and Sunday if your idea of cooling off is maybe 5 to 6 to 7 degrees. We'll see highs in the 80s at least, uh, the upper 80s on Saturday and Sunday, and then back uh, back into the warmth, back into the 90s for next week. Also, so with these heat uh, conditions, we told you some things you should be doing, checking on your friends and neighbors, taking breaks, staying hydrated, it's also very important that during uh, heat uh, periods like this that the Grayson County Alliance is at least one organization that is making sure that they take care of their their volunteers, their staff, their uh, people that they serve. Their scheduled food distribution for today has been postponed with the temperature uh, as high as it is, the heat inside the building is too much, as we, you know, um, Debbie has mentioned over the years. One of the reasons they're doing renovations is to add air conditioning, but they do not have uh, air conditioning in that facility, and so it's dangerous for everyone. If you had an appointment scheduled for today, then your appointment has been rescheduled for Monday at the same time. So whatever your time, whatever your appointment time was for today, just keep that same time, but move it forward to Monday, June 20th. And then, of course, you know, pay attention to additional information as uh, some of that may be dynamic. Also, Monday's already the 20th. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is hard to believe that it's, uh, it's going to be July 1st, next thing we know. Uh, also, we got a notice from Warren RECC yesterday that the TVA is urging Warren RECC members to reduce electric usage as much as possible during the hours of 2 and 5 p.m. during this uh, extreme heat wave. The release said unusually warm temperatures are causing greater demands on the electric system, which could affect reliability. So one of the simplest ways to do this is by turning up the thermostat. Raising the thermostat even one degree can help uh, reduce the demands on our electric system. I also noticed, and I haven't checked it, but I noticed that the thermostat in our home, probably one could need to be calibrated, but... We have a heat pump, and so it, it, it that doesn't necessarily affect electricity. But we probably could do better at the insulation. But I noticed even though I had it set, I think, on 71, I think it was struggling to even keep uh, inside the home at 73. So why fight it if it's going to be 73 anyway? If you set it on 73, will it keep it at 73? I, I don't know the answer to that, but it just how makes you, a good idea. How do you put it on an odd number? It's got to be even. Um, no, actually, believe it or not, I don't I don't have that uh, I no, don't have that concern. It's got to be got to be 72, 74, something like that can't be 73. I would presume that LG&E and KU um, would also anticipate the same. I mean, the electric grid is the electric grid when it gets taxed, it gets taxed. So no matter what you're doing, no matter who you get your electricity from, I would imagine they would appreciate you uh, doing as much as you can to conserve it during the peak hour. So just be uh, be prepared and kind of help out during this uh, period where it's extremely hot. A couple of national news headlines paying attention to. I didn't get to spend a lot of time on the January 6th committee yesterday. Uh, did hear the, the biggest thing was where did the $250 million go that was raised to, um, you know, defend defend all these issues or to litigate all these issues across the country. That's a big question mark that I have. 
But in Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine there did not wait for Congress, for the U.S. Congress, to take action uh, relative to trying to curb school shootings. Ohio school districts could begin arming employees as soon as this fall under a bill signed into law by Governor Mike DeWine. The law as enacted requires up to 24 hours of training before an employee can go armed and up to eight hours of annual training. The training programs must be approved by the Ohio School Safety Center, and DeWine announced that he's ordering the center to require the maximum 24 hours and maximum eight hours. Schools can provide additional training if they wish. Before announcing the bill signing, he outlined several other school safety measures that he and lawmakers have promoted, including $100 million for school security and upgrades in schools and $5 million for upgrades at colleges. Uh, States all around the country are trying to figure this out. And a lot of times states will defer to someone taking the early lead, somebody who gets out there early on with a plan. They have a tendency to say, well, let's follow that plan until we realize maybe how we can improve upon it. So the reason it's mentioned and the reason I mention it is just to see, don't be surprised if some point down some point in time down the road, you don't hear Kentucky going, well, we may try and do what Ohio did. My only issue with it is that I hate that we're taking $100 million into school safety instead of putting $100 million towards school. Like, we should be putting, if we're putting $100 million towards school safety, we also need to be putting $100 million into upgrading textbooks, upgrading this, upgrading that, because that is an issue. I mean, I had textbooks in school, this was, you know, 10 years ago, that were seven, eight years old. Yeah. And in some instances, that I mean, falling apart, like it's it's tough to learn at it when your textbook, you have to like wrap it with duct tape. I'd have probably noticed more if I'd used my books more. Uh, our, uh, but fund, fund education before we start doing this. And then teachers, how are they going to, I mean, they already have 14 other trainings to go to. Is this going to be a 15th? We are, we certainly, um, uh, I'll just remind everyone of, of what I have long been saying about educators is that we just keep asking them to do more, including raise our children. Like, but too many people are, mm-hmm. I don't want to raise my kid. I'll send them to school and let you raise them. My mom would never have experienced that. But but we don't, we don't give, we, we don't, we, we give teachers the expectation of doing things, but then we take tools away from them that could be effective in in doing that so it's like we want you to do the job but we don't want to equip you properly to do that so it it just kind of goes back to you have to you have to sort of decide if you want schools to do more and you want them to do more of the heavy lifting then you got to put more of the resources into it as well if you're going to refuse to do it at home and you got to figure out uh, where that balance is it was also a weird day on wall street yesterday Everybody is sort of holding their breath, even around the globe, because some of the Asian markets then are reacting to what's happening domestically in the United States. And so there's currently a bear market hitting Wall Street, and will be interesting to see what the Fed does in the coming days on how they uh, react to and potentially overreact. Could this be a course correction, or is this a sign of recession? I suppose We will have to wait and see. Closer to home in Kentucky, a total of 13,497 new COVID cases were reported last week. That's up from 9,700 last week and 7,100 two weeks ago. There were 59 new related deaths, which is the same exact number as the previous week. Just for uh, those of you paying attention at home, there are 352 Kentuckians hospitalized right now with COVID, 50 in the ICU, 25 on a ventilator. But ironically, you know, that number is a lot larger. We went from 9,700 
last week to 13,000, almost 500 this week. But the positivity rate is actually down. It went from 12.42 to 12.07, which is the first time it's dropped in several weeks. So that just tells you, though, a lot more people tested last week because we had 4,000 more. But the rate of positivity of people being tested was actually reduced. Here close uh, in Grayson County, we've gone from 9.42% two weeks ago to 11.5. Looks like there were 52 new cases last week. In Grayson County, Josh Horton, when he was here last Thursday, though, he reminded us, you know, a lot of people are testing at home and those numbers aren't hitting the metrics boards, you know, so there may be other things that are happening that um, is not being um, processed through the proverbial clearinghouse to where all those data, uh, all those data flow through to where we have a better idea of what's going on. And I'd say that's happening across the state, not just that's not just happening in Grayson County. Approval of a 7% pay raise for employees in a new budget topped action taken during a meeting of the Kentucky Community and Technical College System Board of Regents. They held that meeting at their Owensboro campus. I believe it was yesterday. They, um, The board chair, Lisa Desmera, says that this raise is long overdue. She said, our faculty and staff have not had a recurring raise in five years, and it's been hard to recruit and retain staff. We appreciate the loyalty they have shown and the passion they have for their needs uh, for their students to succeed. Interestingly enough, they set a budget for the 22-23 fiscal year, and they are approaching a billion-dollar budget. The KCTCS system is approaching a billion-dollar budget. Right, 16 campuses around the the Commonwealth, and it's uh, actually $962 million. 305,000 for their year that starts July 1. And they ratified new mission statements for all 16 colleges. And they will have their next Board of Regents meeting. They'll be in Versailles or Versailles. And that will be September 15th and 16th. In case you were, you know, once. We don't get fancy like that in Kentucky. Say hi to all that. Versailles. They doing it at at the castle? Um, probably doing it on their, probably doing it on their campus there. Uh, fatal drug overdoses in Kentucky rose nearly 15% last year, surpassing 2000 deaths as the increased use of fentanyl, a powerful synthetic opioid resulted in a record death toll in the state. The report showed 2,250 Kentuckians died from drug overdoses in 2021 an ongoing scourge plaguing rural counties and the state's largest cities alike. It was the first time the bluegrass state surpassed 2,000 drug overdoses uh, in a single year. So if you factor that out, uh, by the way, fentanyl was identified in 73% of the drug overdoses. So that would tell leaders, cut off the supply of fentanyl, and your odds go way up. Of sur- Narcan and some of those things are much less effective when you're up against something so powerful as fentanyl, which is synthetic, and I would imagine cheaper to manufacture, or it somehow helps the business model of drug dealers, we put more fentanyl in there, and then we make better profits in some way. But just to take that 2,250 people, that means 19 people per county. If they were evenly distributed across the state, it would mean every county in Kentucky would have lost uh, almost 19 people as a result of this 2,250. So it still continues to be... A problem. The NBA, um, NBA's Montrez Harrell, 
is facing felony marijuana charges. This story is coming out of Richmond, where Montrez Harrell was facing a felony drug charge after authorities said they found vacuum-sealed bags of marijuana in his car during a traffic stop on May 12th. 28-year-old Harold was pulled over in Richmond by a state trooper for driving behind a vehicle too closely. The trooper said he smelled marijuana, and after a search, discovered three pounds of marijuana in vacuum-sealed bags inside a backpack in the back seat. He's been charged with trafficking less than five pounds. If convicted, he faces up to five years in prison. He's scheduled for a preliminary hearing July 13th in Madison County District Court. Of course, he played at uh, UofL. He was in the NBA with the Clippers, with the Houston Rockets. He's with the Hornets. Uh, just, just, a, just a smidge. Did he? I didn't see in the story. Maybe you saw. Did it say whether he was heading a, east or west? Do you I know wasn't. if he was heading from Louisville or if he was heading? Well, if he was on, was he on seventy five? Yeah, he was. Well, on then he was going north or south, wouldn't he? Well, I mean that he, he might have been zigzagging uh-huh. over there, but it sounded like he, he was making away from Tennessee. From, from well, it could have been making away from Charlotte back over to Louisville. Was he? You know, where was he going with this yeah, three pounds yeah, is my no question. Idea. Had he just loaded up or was he dropping off somewhere? I don't know. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the nose. Today is bourbon day. It is strawberry shortcake day. It is pop goes the weasel day. It is call your doctor day. <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, it is flag day, as we mentioned. It's also the day we say good morning. And welcome back to Yukon Cornelius. It's it's weird. No intro. It's Neil, it's, it's, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, no it's intro. Weird. It's you, weird. Where's the Doobie Brothers? You don't show up on time, you don't get fanfare. Listen. Uh, look, welcome welcome back. Did you get my real job. Did you get asked to leave VBS? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're like, sir, we're going to need you to leave the premises. Yeah, this is like, guys, this is day two. We're going to, Dennis, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and find something else to do? Uh, it's good to see you. We've not seen you in a while. I know you've been on quite a crazy journey, which... Yeah. You can share about later if you'd like to, but it is paramount that you share about VBS. You're uh, at First Baptist Church having VBS this week. Yeah, it's going strong too. Uh, listen, it's 9 a.m. to noon uh, through Friday, and it's not too late to bring your kiddos on out. We're at 106 East Walnut. You can register like a few minutes beforehand. Come tomorrow. Uh, we're sparking creativity and seeing the beauty of creation and all God has done in his creation. So it's a really uh, uh, great week so far. The teachers that we have helping and the leaders are so dedicated uh, to these kids and they're having a great time. I know I, I asked your son the question and I asked you a couple weeks ago and I still have yet to get an answer. Is hmm. Scooter McBrickstone back or no? A lot of kids are uh, asking as this well. <laughs> the, the question that I want to know. Yeah. There have been no Scooter sightings? I haven't seen him. Okay. So, okay. A, there was a, a there was still three days left. A second grader yesterday said, "Mr. Dennis, is Scooter McBristone coming?" I said, "I don't know." And she goes, "I think he's you." <laughs> <laughs> I just kept. I just kept. Uh, I said, just "You're kept, wrong." You kept, I kept walking. walking. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's rough. It, Scooter McBristone has hair, though. Are there right? some of the? Mm, yeah. <laughs> are there some of the classic Bible school cookies? There? Oh, oh no. no, 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 no! We don't do the classic cookies with Kool Aid. Uh, we do all of our tricks are uh, our treats are tricked out, right? You can't just have a Twinkie. It's got to be a Twinkie designed with gummy worms and then whipped cream and then mm-hmm. making some creation. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of rather kick it old school on the cookies. You know, the the sugar wafers. The that's right. Ones, the pink oh, ones. Yeah, good. that's right. Mm-hmm. But don't give me the lime Kool Aid. I don't want any lime no. Kool Aid. Oh. I gotta. 
I'm picky. Picky that day. Picky Red Kool-Aid. Uh, Dennis, were you up early this morning watching the Strawberry Moon? Uh-uh. No? Okay. Um, so <laughs> it just, you, you if you were you up early this morning, no, just finish it at that. Uh, the Strawberry Moon is appearing. It's cool. Uh, basically, today and tomorrow is its peak. So the... Can I the not see it at night? Peak illumination was at 7.52 a.m. this morning, Eastern Time. Oh, so at 652 uh that it'll be the brightest this morning but that uh of course for a lot of the majority of the uh time zones in the country won't be available uh, visible until tonight. So tonight will be the next best time. So at 624 central time Ooh. you'll see it uh it'll be the closest to earth and you'll see it um You'll see it creeping up. I'm just trying to give you the idea of where you where you look. Look on the horizon. You know where the moon comes up. Oh, and just look um, for the moon. That, I, yeah, just, I can do just that. Look for the, just look for the moon. Uh, but 624 is when it should start to rise, and you'll be able to see it. The next full moon after the strawberry moon will be July's super buck moon on July 13th. And similar to it, it will be a super moon. Buck? Like is, Buck Meredith? Buck, like Buckles. Oh. oh. Buck. Okay. Or Buck Meredith or uh-huh. Buck Deer. I, does it only shine in Clarkson? Then? Milwaukee Bucks or... Uh, no, no, it's every... It's, it's very it's, fitting it's, that it's Strawberry Shortcake Day and we have the Strawberry Moon. That's... that's Sarah was the Strawberry Festival queen in uh, really? 1997 or 98. Have, like any, have any pictures? I, oh, I've got a picture. Okay. All right, with you in my wallet. Okay, okay. all right. Well, that's we can, too hard to get to. We can, we can get that on air somehow. <laughs> uh, you guys know I don't care for the city of Boston. Uh, I've heard this before. Um, what did they do to you personally? I mean, it's a lot better than the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, I mean, I understand the baseball. Yeah, rivalry. the Red Sox and the Celtics are enough to. I say the only thing good to come out of Aerosmith, uh, come out of Boston, was Aerosmith and Paul Revere, and Paul Revere's a little sketchy. Oh. So Who won last night, by the way? Warriors. Okay. Yes, the Warriors. Thank goodness. <laughs> so this seems ab- apropos of the Boston Transit Agency okay. is installing urine sensors in their elevators. Wait. The... Hmm. Metro Boston Transit Transportation Authority, which serves Boston and the surrounding area, is launching a pilot program this summer in which urine detection sensors will be placed in downtown elevators. Okay. The sensors will alert transit ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. The sensors on the ceiling of an elevator have an attached fan, mm-hmm. which allows them to suck in air and basically smell what is present. The pilot program kicks off in August. Data will be collected for several months before the agency makes a decision about whether to implement the programs by year's end. So I wish this was one of those things that if, if they caught it, they'd like spray you or something to stop it from happening again. I see. I like I like where your head is at on this. Like sand. the blue water in the pool or it changes colors, you know? I was thinking more along the lines of... Electrocution? Taser? I can't tell you I was raised on a farm, but I spent a little time on a farm as a kid. Okay. And I witnessed someone... You ever seen someone pee on an electric fence before? Nope. You would only do it once. Hey, you're in trouble if you <laughs> pee in an elevator now. 
I mean, there's got to be a way to dissuade that behavior. Uh, I would be the my family would suffer because one time at Disney, we were at the, we were waiting for the ferry, and we heard the wait, 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 F E R R Y or F A. We waiting for the boat to take us back from the boardwalk or whatever to the thing, (laughs) and then we heard this water running, and we're like, "What is that?" You mean a friendship? And we turned around, and <laughs> Alex C. Cook had his Alex pants C. down, right. and it was just going in the water. Uh-huh. And uh, then Mickey came out and scolded us and uh-huh. pointed us with his whole hand because he couldn't point with one finger. But <laughs> Is that another reason that you know he's your son? <laughs> That's my boy. That's all I said. You're awfully, you awfully proud, weren't you? We've been in trouble. Well, see, luckily at Western, to the elevators, we had somebody in my dorm go the other way. And uh, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. The the uh, the 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 other way wouldn't be appropriate. I mean, I would think it would be go further. Well, it's a higher number. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Double it. D- doubling down. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. They doubled down. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Got it. Literally. I think uh, I think he had a, a few apple juices. And oh, thought he was uh, in the restroom. What? Oh, I see. Okay. And. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what did they say? An apple a day. <laughs> Keeps the elevator from working. <laughs> oh, no, the elevator worked. It just, it, you know, it went up and down and kind of spread the uh, wow. okay. spread the wealth. Well, we on the air. Mm-hmm. So far. A North Carolina company is offering homeowners $2,000 in order for them to allow 100 cockroaches to be released into their homes. The company, known as the Pest Informer, is making the offer to homeowners in an attempt to test out, quote, a specific pest control technique and see how effective it is. Five to seven household owners will be selected for this study after signing up and will allow the company to release 100 American cockroaches into your home and give us permission to film and to test out a specific cockroach treatment. You got to be got to own your home or have written approval from the homeowner. Got to be 21 years of age or older. You got to be located in the continental United States, okay. and you have to try. Uh, you must not try any additional cockroach treatments during the duration of the study. So the price is two thousand dollars. High, low, or right on the money. How, here's my question: Is this one of those things that they're going to let them in there and then immediately try and go catch them, or yeah. how long are yeah. they going to be staying in there? I want to know the duration as well. Uh-huh. The study will take a total of thirty days. Oh, okay. That yeah, low. No, that's too low. Too low. Low. All right. So where I mean, where's the number? For thirty days for a month of cockroaches, I got to think what two thousand dollars. I'd probably say ten thousand because I I would I was thinking that and I'm thinking I would probably want to stay in a hotel. Probably wouldn't want to be around them. Like, is that allowed? I, I presume know. it is. It doesn't say so that. So what? What would thirty days and thirty days in a hotel and then double that? Would I probably be my. I my, think you. My price. I think that would faulty up the data. I think they need people to be living there yeah. because they need it to be. If it's an actual beta test, mm-hmm. they need it to be a home that people are living in because obviously cockroaches behave differently. Like they don't want to watch the same television programs that you're mm-hmm. watching, so they want to watch their own stuff. Well, then uh, if so I'm not there, then they can watch watch their own. It'll stuff. modify their behavior, but they it won't be a true apples and apples. Well, are they test. tagged? Like what what happens if the <laughs> test works? They get eighty eight of them. Oh yeah, you know what? What about the other twelve? Or am I, am I stuck with them? Seven and seventeen and twenty-four and mm-hmm. yeah, they only catch the high numbers. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 
I guess that would be um, – I would price it out kind of like they're doing building projects on the highway these days. It's this price. You filed for bankruptcy if you fin- mm-hmm. If you finish it on time, like if you get all the cockroaches within yeah. 30 days, then it's this price. But for every additional cockroach that I find nice. beyond the 30th day, wham, wham. Good. Now, can what happens? Can, can, the, cockroaches, can the cockroaches multiply? Like, are, what happens? Can in that they case? multiply? I, 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 was I don't say, what think they've sterilized the cockroaches before say, they so, turn them loose. So, so, so yes, they. But, no, they, so they, they only sit, get to catch a hundred of them. them down so and talk they, to they them. They sit them down and they have a talk with them. Listen, everybody, young cockroaches. We're going to need to have a talk here on the way the world works. See my mom sinking in the same room. Don't bug out on me. But that's the thing is, so are they only going to catch a hundred? But if they add fifty more, then sorry, those fifty are yours. I'm going to say like 20 grand Get now. this company on the line. No, get Mark Godby on the line. I want to see what he'll offer. Mike, will you give us $2,100, Mark? What's the going rate for this? I, I would rather talk it with an expert that I trust mm-hmm. and, know how this, okay. uh, and know how this works. The um, world's largest chicken nugget is, well, Gross. The world's largest chicken nugget is over 100 times bigger than your average nugget. So, um, it looks like a loaf of bread. Saturday, the record certification from the Guinness Book of World Records announced a new mark has been set for the world's largest chicken nugget 46 pounds, 3.34 ounce nugget. It's no longer a nugget. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the There's composition. I will, I will, I will, I will agree that the composition might, then the texture might be similar to a nugget. Okay, but a nugget implies a small portable uh-huh. unit of how measurement. Many, how many containers of Szechuan sauce is that going to take you to finish? I'm going to need five or six five-gallon buckets. I was say in order to in order to do that. But I love it. So it's 115 times larger. Okay. So it's on a one fifteen to one scale. So it's one hundred fifteen McNuggets. It's yeah. If you just if you just kept multiplying a yeah. McNugget, you'd do one hundred fifteen times. You'd get to forty three pounds. Now I love chicken McNuggets. Yeah, just like anyone else. Maybe more. Maybe more than your average person. <laughs> okay. There's just something here about the. I'm just. I don't. I don't. That was baked. That wasn't even fried. I don't. I just am a little bit worried. I mean, how many chickens <laughs> did it take for the one nugget? <laughs> well, I mean, it looks like, it looks like a loaf of bread. <laughs> now I knew you would drag us into the consistency. I'm just asking. I don't really want to know how the chicken McNugget is made. Hey, I just or the chicken nugget or the chicken McNugget, either one. They're just delicious and they're wonderful. Mm. And don't go perverting them that's by making them nugget. 115 times that's a bigger block. than your normal. That's okay. A, that's a something. That's a boulder. That's a chicken boulder. <laughs> we got to get to a break. Today's water cooler questions coming up. Your chance to win here on In the Know. Did you know you are more likely to be killed by a champagne cork than a poisonous spider. Me personally, I, I did not know that. Is this because of a technicality kind of thing? I mean, I just think Fighters about I don't know how often being, I would even be anywhere near 
being that guy and being, well, actually, they're venomous and not poisonous. Because <laughs> oh, no, I didn't know if that the, was one of those technicality things. No, that's not. I, well, I don't think so. I just, but I even think about like, how often would I even be around a champagne cork? Yeah. You I know? don't like champagne. Anyways. So, but I mean, just like, what, how often would you, even if you were at a wedding, Taylor's right? wedding? I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't, I mean, even though I if they, guess, I don't, they yeah, I guess there was, I don't know. Maybe when they got engaged, like, it's only like thinking, big milestone moments that yeah. you do it. Right. But you know, there are poisonous spiders around here everywhere. But, all the times you're at a restaurant where other people could be celebrating and that cork goes a flying. No, what's and that? all you're trying to do is enjoy your prime rib. <laughs> and then a with, cork with, hits you in the left eye. With au jus. Au jus. Uh, with, mm-hmm. with au jus. I'll just take the au jus. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you're not one in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You will text your answer to 270 Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. The question is this: Seventeen of one hundred millennials say they'd rather give this up for a week than do without their cell phone for a week. <laughs> Seventeen and one hundred millennials would rather give this up for a week than go without their cell phone for a week. What is it? Seventeen percent. Text the answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. We give you your choice of uh, theme park tickets. You can have some Holiday World or some Kentucky Kingdom or some Beach Bend. 17 of 100 millennials say they'd rather give this up for a week than do without their cell phone for a week. Dennis, have you seen Top Gun Maverick? I have. Yeah, Sarah, Trey, and I went to watch it the other night, enjoyed it. It was two nights after we, we rented the first one again just to refresh ourselves. Good. Sam's in the Top Gun Club now. He's seen the original. I've okay. seen the original. Good. haven't seen the new one. So he's he's poised to go see the new one. Uh, Dennis, have your family seen Jurassic Park? Uh, Alex went to see that while we were watching Top Gun. Okay. So, and what did he have to say about that? A couple times during the movie, he texted me, scary, so scary. So. Well, he, after making the comment about the pork rinds on Saturday, the second comment he asked me was, have you seen Jurassic World or whatever it's called? I said, no, it's been out for 12 hours. I haven't had the chance, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't had the chance yet. Well, uh, I'm, I'm hearing, by the way, that people coming away from the Jurassic Park movie are maybe let down a little bit, like a larger percentage. Whereas people are going to Top Gun and walking away going, wow. People are walking away from Jurassic Park going, eh, eh, I mean, it's good. It's not, you know. So it will be interesting to see what kind of second weekend Jurassic Park has. Yeah, if you have, if you believe in Rotten Tomatoes, it's the lowest Jurassic Park movie is, score is of it, them all. Isn't Chris Pratt in it? Yes. Well, a lot of them are. I don't know. I know just Laura Dern and then uh, Jeff Goldblum and all that. Uh, Lightyear is opening this weekend, but it's being banned in some countries because of uh, a couple of things, a couple of LGBTQ things that are are happening in the movie. A similar thing happened to Marvel's Doctor Strange, like uh, Saudi Arabia and some of those areas. So I think um, they'll be okay. Don't know if it will. not, not, I think they were wanting Doctor Strange to remove some stuff, and they didn't end up doing so. Hmm. But I'm sure it will have a big domestic opening this weekend. Tom Hanks is defending a quote-unquote problem with Forrest Gump and why it's not considered one of the greatest movies of all time. Well, au contraire, I do consider it one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, Dennis, where are you? Where, where does where does 
Um, where does Forrest Gump fit in the hierarchy of best movies of all time? Best movies of all time. I say you got to say top five. You, really? Okay, yeah, good. I think so. All right, Sam, where would you put it? Oh, gosh. Would you put it know. in the top 10? Top I couldn't 20, tell you last top time 50, I've seen top, it. Uh, okay. So I wouldn't even know where to start in putting it in a list. Tom Hanks says that the re, the problem, the problem, quote, quote, fingers, problem with Forrest Gump is it made a billion dollars. If we'd just made a successful movie, Zemeckis and I would have been geniuses. But because we made a wildly successful movie, we were diabolical geniuses. Is it a bad problem to have? No, but there are books of greatest, uh, but there's books of the greatest movies of all time. And Forrest Gump doesn't appear hmm. because, oh, it's this sappy nostalgia fest. Well, that's what makes it wonderful. I mean, you can yeah. you can learn most everything you need to know about the second part of the 20th century just by watching Forrest Gump. Yeah, mm-hmm. the interesting part about Forrest Gump, I think, is that you know some movies have that cult following after, and it's not as successful. This has had both. It's it's had that following from the get go, uh-huh. and now it's had the generational following as well with the younger people. I went to see it with a guy named John Bolton, who was the manager at Robert Stadium mm. when I was living in Evansville. As a matter of fact, I was just getting ready to leave Evansville to move back to Litchfield, and went to see the Forrest Gump. Didn't know much about it going into it, and from that moment, I was like, "This movie is wonderful." Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just yes. it was tremendous. And so Tom uh, Hanks was asked about like. One of his favorite moments of the entire movie is one that maybe many of us will sleep on. And it's because of where it's at he and Jenny's wedding when when Gary Sinise walks up with his wife. It's a surprise to Forrest that he comes and he's walking. And it's just a simple utterance of this phrase. He just says he says four words. He's but it's the way that he says these four words. He says Lieutenant Dan, and he says, magic legs. And it takes you back to the beginning of the movie with his magic legs, and it takes you through all, you know, everything that happened to them in Vietnam, et cetera. And so it's inter- interesting that Tom Hanks drills down on that particular yeah. line and moment, that particular scene in the movie that sort of labels the whole thing. I thought it was an interesting assessment on As his part. With Tom Hanks, man, it's and with all good actors, it's not what is said, it's how they say it. I know Pacino and those guys like rival like, you know, their greatest actors and Charlton Heston and John Wayne and all that. I'm going Tom Hanks mm-hmm. greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to it's at the end when you put his Tom catalog Hanks, up against everybody else's, it's I mean, he's come a long way since Bosom Buddies. <laughs> Long way, long way. I did enjoy that show though. Since bosom buddies, Um, what Peter Scolari? What he played opposite Peter Scolari in that? uh, I was trying to think of the other guy's name. In that, let's. uh, If your phone number ends in forty-seven thirty, you knew that cell phone. You were the first to say cell phone. People would rather. Uh, no, wait a minute. That cell phone's not right. I was going to say cell phone was in the yeah, answer. Cell phone was in the, in the question. Wait oh wait a minute! I glanced at it and saw it. Where did it go? It was in here. I've lost it. No, no, no actually, yeah. Thirty-three fourteen toothbrush. Oh, thirty-three fourteen oh. toothbrush. I put answer. family. <laughs> that might be the honest answer. We got to give up. Uh, get to a break. Back with more here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. So, uh, because of, uh, you know, prices of things, you're having to be maybe a little more frugal. So, the ponderance is this. What is your go-to poor man's meal? Oh, like, if you if you decide, I'm just going to eat, can... eat inexpensive, I'm just going to eat cheaply, 
but I'm going to eat. Oh, I mean, cup of noodles. I mean, listen, going if we're cup going, of noodles. Not ramen, but cup of noodles? Either or. I mean, if, if we're really going cheap meal, Chef Boyardee, listen, we'll, we'll rock it. I was in college not that long yeah. ago. I can make it happen. Is Chef Boyardee still, is it inexpensive? A dollar twenty. Is it? Okay. Well, I didn't know if it had gotten expensive like everything else at the store. dollar and a quarter, maybe. Dennis, what's your go-to poor man's meal? Uh, there's a couple. I would do chicken noodle soup year-round. Hmm. That's not a problem. I just love it. Even today? Yeah, I'd eat chicken noodle soup today for lunch. That's great. It'll be a little warm. Or chicken pot pies. Today? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Put two chicken pot pies in that oven. Wait a, a few, that's a little, wait a minute. You're getting a little, uh, little more expensive here. Chicken pot pie is that's a little. like 4 or $5. Is that a little casserole? Ooh, Isn't chicken pot pie a little casserole? <laughs> in my defense, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of texture of the crust, and that's why I love it. <laughs> okay. The crust of a chicken pot Plus, pie Plus, that's is the only good. way I eat peas. I, did, I oh. did also hear from a source that there is a new <laughs> shaved ice flavor of peach cobbler that you enjoy. And I thought you didn't like cobbler. Uh. Are you talking to me? Because you're looking at Mark. Well, we're supposed to be looking at the, you know, keeping our faces in the camera. No, I'm looking so. right at you. Uh. I just had a source tell me that. I don't know who said that, but I love blackberry. It's new this year. Oh, it's year. blackberry cobbler. I, guess. I don't. I don't like the cobbler. I don't do that. Uh-huh. I just do plain blackberry. You order that's, blackberry cobbler, hold the cobbler. Yeah, and that's oh, okay. all I've had this season. I was season. told you liked the cobbler. You, if it was one of my children, they lie. I, it's a source. I, as a good journalist, I never give away a source. Hey, I do really like the idea that now, and I go uh, get my Cook Ranch shaved ice. Now I got a place to sit down. That's right. Sarah, yeah, Sarah's could, put uh, rest my weary bones. Benches for little people there. Uh, that's what Wait I tell her. I was like, you for little get people, way down to this bench. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, if we get down there, we might not get back up. That's the goal. I want you to get a refill. <laughs> do they? Do, is there table service? Like, if I'm stuck at the table, will yeah. You bring if you're me stuck, more? someone will come help you. Yes. <laughs> we'll take your card and just take it to the window. All right. Well, I know a couple of weeks ago, you uh, you all have published uh, things publicly about uh, you've just had a, been on a real journey health wise, brother. Uh, so I guess instead of rehashing all of that, uh, how is it, how is everyone, how are you all doing today? As of today, uh, <laughs> what is today? The 14th. We're, we're pretty good. Okay. Uh, Mid, midway through the month almost. Yeah. We've, we, I think, I think I lost April. I know I did. And then for a few days of June, I lost, but mm-hmm. we've, we've gone through our fair share of storms and I'm sure more are on the way as they are for everybody else. But Man, our prayer life has increased, and others have prayed for us as well. And we've gone through a lot of struggles, the last one being a terrible stomach virus. So thankfully, everybody's back and good. And uh, we're trying to just build up energy and momentum now from one thing right after the other. Oh, I was reading some of your um, some of the details on sequences of events that have happened to you all. I just shake my head like I can't. Whoa, it just. I can't, I can't believe that. I know I talked to the one member of your family that didn't get the stomach virus, and he had mentioned how, how rough it yeah. was for all of you all. It was the worst I ever had. Um, I'm 43 years old. It's the worst I ever had, and I lost 16 pounds. So I want to give you something to look forward to. Thanks, I need the, that. The rest, of the, um, the, the rest of the month, and you can decide when it is for you to celebrate, but you'll be the type of person who will appreciate this. Dennis. All right, let's go. Uh, you like the cartoon, The Jetsons? Yeah. Okay, so George Jetson, the father of the Jetsons, will soon be born. Ooh. George was 40 Ooh. when the Jetsons cartoon 
which was set in 2062, premiered. Wow. That puts his birth in the summer of 2022. So, some point in time, you should celebrate the birth of George Jetson this summer. Okay. Maybe you can do it with shaved ice. Maybe you can have a hey. George Jetson-themed shaved George ice. George Jetson. Hey, we're 40 years away from Rosie then, right? I guess that's right. Rosie the Robot. What flavor shaved ice with George Jetson? Very futuristic, Sam. You wouldn't even understand it. It would need to be, well, it could be Astro. No. Dog flavored? (laughs) Daughter Judy. Um, You could do red, white, and blue. Like you could just do for, I don't know, bomb pops or something. Flag day. Well, you could do that. Well. I'm on a new marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. We got fired already. I didn't spend any time. Uh, do we pre- know? Is this a test? What What it's is happening test, yeah. here? Okay. I'm going, I'm going with it's a test. It's an odd time to have a test, but. Usually they do it on Tuesdays, I thought. Uh, well, today is a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought so. normally they did it at 10 o'clock. it's right at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. So usually it's weird. 10 o'clock Eastern time. And the first Tuesday of the month, I thought yeah. they usually So do. today's highlight in history, the state in 1775, the Continental Army, forerunner of the U.S. Army, was created. In 1777, the Second Continental Congress approved the design of the original American flag. The In 1846, a group of U.S. settlers in Sonoma proclaimed the Republic of California. Hmm. Some people would be all right if they went back. Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a measure adding the phrase under God to the Pledge of Allegiance this date in 1954. Oh, wow. Marla Gibbs is 91 today. Marla Gibbs played... Uh, Florence on the Jeffersons. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Former President Donald Trump is 76 today. Happy birthday, Mr. President. I don't know if he's been he listening. Haven't heard much out of him or about him recently. He's been pretty quiet. Eric Hyden is 64 today. Boy George is 61. Yasmin Bleeth is 54 today. Gone but not forgotten. Harriet Beecher Stowe, born in 1811. Burl Ives, born in 1909. Have a holly jolly Christmas to you. Chart Toppers. Thank you very much. 1946 was the year. Frank Sinatra was oh, yeah. number one. They say it's wonderful. Young Frank. Yes. That was wonderful. I was about to nod off. I'm sure it's wonderful in its own right, in its own proper time. Y'all got to be in the zone now. It's Ecclesiastes to everything. Yeah, to everything. This season. season. All right, here's a, here's a cherry pink and apple blossom white by Perez Prada. Maybe that's our new flavor. For Number the one in 55. That sounds good. And I do have confirmation that was just a tornado siren test. Oh, thank you, Sam. (laughs) Took us 20 minutes to figure that out. I was was pretty confident. (laughs) Well, you never... Listen, you never know. 1964. The Ray Charles Singers. Love me with all of your heart. Just the singers? Yep. Wow. Not even Ray Charles. That's how good his singers were. They were number one by themselves. That's wonderful. Anybody in your clan go see Hamilton while it's been in Louisville, Dennis? I didn't know it was there. Oh, great. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Is it? Is it still there? Is it ending? Yeah, like what Sunday. Is it? 
there's a two shows on Sunday that will wrap up their 12 day run. I had no idea. Frankenstein, Edgar Winter Group, number one in '73. We just got Guitar Hero written all over. We played this in Pep Band. Yeah. Bom, 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 bom. Uh, oh yeah. I always love this song by Ray Parker. Uh, we played another Ray Parker song, different one. You did. Pep Band. Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. I just love it. It's number one in 82. But he said, oh, shucks. <laughs> I just like to put that on a hot key. Was this oh, the only, were these the only two songs he, that were famous for him? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Shucks. Shucks. I thought there was, I thought there was one more. See, Alex and I tried to think about this the other day, and I couldn't think of another one. Well, and it was a deal where it wasn't Ghostbusters paved the way for that song. You know, it was number one by itself. Right. Diamond Rio. We had enough of these guys at the Grand Ole Opry. You played about 25 seconds too much. I saw them in Las Vegas. Oh, that's awesome. Can we go back? Number one, 22 years ago today. Chart toppers are going downhill quick. They're going downhill quick today. Let's go to 2009. Beyonce. Beyonce saves us a And Halo. Number one, 13 years ago today. You see Blue Ivy with Jay-Z at the ball game last night? I did not. Pretty interesting, yeah. Gotta be getting old. She looks like her mother. And in uh, four years ago today, BB Rexa, Florida Georgia Line, meant to be. Dennis, I hope things continue to go well. Thanks Better so much. for you all. Good to be uh, back. Appreciate you having me about back. You all. Praying for you Thank all. Come you. back whenever. Don't forget VBS the rest of the week. Uh, That's right. Come on out. Litchfield. You can register each morning a few minutes before 9 o'clock, yeah, right? Just nine come. To, just come and get registered. 9 to noon. NBC Pro Wisdom for today. Life's biggest tragedy. Is not that we grow old too is that we grow old too soon and wise too late. Life's biggest tragedy is that we grow old too soon and wise too late. True. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.